0: I meet you here I meet you here Episode 4 So these days I've been filming for a video for over 10 hours and editing for over 4 hours I started to think if I should quit all these video stuff and just focus on Doing a podcast with you. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm a technical idiot. I still don't know how to connect my binaural microphone to my MacBook and then how to record it, all those stuff. But that doesn't stop me from reading the story. Because I want to train you so bad. I want you to serve. I want you to listen to serve. Ready? Script by WHAHUH 7 from Giantess City Forum. Paradise Crushed Chapter 2 girls blinked a few times Trying to figure out What had happened And where they were It looked like They were standing in the middle of an open field Only, no It wasn't quite a field Since there was no grass In fact There wasn't any discernible terrain or foliage Everything was pretty much flat Although there were some strange grey patches on the ground that looked kind of like rocks or crystals or something like that And there were a few small puddles which didn't look anywhere near as interesting as the crystals. What happened? Joe asked, rubbing her eyes. What did that machine do? Where are we? As usual, she was proving to be less than helpful. I go back to my previous answer. Of I have no fucking clue Kate retorted Very puzzled By the whole series of events She began walking around a bit Trying to see If she could make out any landmarks Or see anything In the distance But there was absolutely nothing recognizable and she stopped at the edge of one of the gray patches. What's wrong? Joe asked. I don't know where we are or what this is, so I'm not stepping in it. Kate said, gesturing at the gray patch by pointing to it with her foot. Joe walked over and stood next to her looking down at the patch curiously alright before we go too far or touch anything we definitely have to figure out where we are and what happened to us Jill explained well, Einstein (laughs) I suppose you have all the answers no But let's just think through it For starters, we have no idea what that machine did So we can't rule anything out By your own words, your dad was a mad scientist Jill loved using air quotes (laughs) So that means it could have done absolutely Anything, No matter how science fiction-y Also, it exploded So it might not even have done what it was supposed to do So we have to expand our thinking even further Great! So you've answered the question What happened to us when the anything Including things that could never happen in our wildest dreams Brilliant deduction Homeless Don't get snappy with me I'm not done yet Joe continued Look at what we're dealing with We're in a strange place With no noticeable terrain or landmarks This could mean we were teleported somewhere Could be somewhere on Earth Or in another planet Or even another dimension So, if we're in some kind of mirror universe How do we get home? Kate retorted Joe was at a loss to answer this And a blank expression on her face showed it Well I'm not gonna stand around in Dimension X twitting my thumbs (laughs) she continued sarcastically Hell we're probably just in someone's backyard I'm gonna look go look for a way home No! Joe exclaimed as she started to turn away Kate turned back surprised by Joe's outburst I mean wait this is really weird we have no idea what's going on and we should stick together besides we don't even know where it's, in, where it's uh, safe to walk I mean look at this grey stuff is it a plant or a rock? Is it dangerous? I already told you I'm not touching it. If you want to find out, knock yourself out. Joe was never much of the adventurous type, but she was very scientific and method methodical methodical plus She didn't want to seem like a wimp in front of her only friend, Kate So she lifted up her foot and held it over the gray patch for a few seconds Wondering if this was really a good idea She decided that no It wasn't a good idea But it was still worth a try So she put her foot down While the girls were wondering what had happened And where they were and how to get home The rest of the world Especially the millions of people in the Midwest Were asking just two questions How and why One moment it had been a typical summer day then without warning, terrible earthquakes shook the Midwest. Those who didn't run to stand in the doorway simply looked out their windows or went outside to see if a bomb had been dropped. What they saw instead completely defied explanation. There were two girls standing in the middle of Indiana and they were impossibly large breathtakingly mind-bogglingly huge Their feet alone had wiped out several small towns and that was just from them standing there The giantesses Then began to speak to each other Their voices defending anyone Within a few miles And inspiring terror and awe in everyone else A few people tried to figure out Just exactly how tall they were It was impossible to say Since humans have no sense of scale for something that big All anyone could deduce was that their feet were several miles long and so that would make them each dozens of miles tall Beyond that, it was anyone's guess Those closest to Kate had no chance of making that calculation since they couldn't even see her over her flip-flops To them, it looked as though a pink wall thousands of feet tall had appeared out of nowhere Their confusion was cut short However, when Kate shifted her feet slightly forward just from casually changing her stance while talking to Jill The enormous flip-flop rose thousands of feet into the air and a few miles forward crushing everyone and everything underneath it that when all hell broke loose people stopped staring at them in awe started running for their lives It was totally futile since no one could possibly outrun them but logic rarely trumps panic and soon the streets were flooded with thousands of people trying to get away from the girls Then Kate started walking It was an incredible sight to behold for anyone on the ground A huge foot, several miles long, lifted into the air and swung forward several miles Demolishing even more small towns as it touched down Her leg muscles flexed and soon, her other foot followed Sailing dozens of miles before it Two killed tens of thousands of people Scattered around small midwestern towns Even the simple act of walking was absolutely terrifying Her long legs stretched into the sky and her perfect ass drew her pink shorts tied across her cheeks with each step By the time she reached the edge of Indianapolis over a million people and homes had been ground to oblivion under her cute pink sandals The people of Indianapolis were frozen, terrified, as Kate stopped at the edge of the city and looked down on them. Many ducked her gaze, fearful for what such an enormous woman had planned for their city. when she picked up her foot and held it over the edge of the city. Thousands of people steeled themselves for a death. A death they knew would come in an instant. But then she pulled her food back and set it down right where it had been before. Many were overjoyed, thinking she had decided to spare them. Their joy was short-lived as they looked into the distance and realized that the blonde had started to move, too It seemed impossible how much larger she was getting by the second as she covered several miles with each step Transitioning from a hazy figure in the distance an impossible giantess looming over them Her sneakers were just as unforgiving as Kate's sandals had been And since she walked a path next to Kate's, she destroyed just as many cities on the way As she stood next to Kate people saw that she was a few miles taller than Kate Though, to the giantesses the height difference was probably negligible The two Titanesses stood there for a few moments conversationing While the people down below had a chance to try and process what they were seeing Then The blonde moved. She lifted her enormous foot over the city and held it there. Hundreds of thousands of people were cast into darkness by its shadow as it hovered there for what seemed like forever. Some wondered if she would act like the other giantess And just put her foot back where it was. Was this a test of some kind? Was she trying to scare them? Or show them that she would be as benevolent as the brunette? Would they all be spared? The short answer, as they soon found out, was no. The sneaker came down on the city killing hundreds of thousands of people and leveling hundreds of city blocks the tread on her sneakers spared some people at first since it was taller than even the tallest skyscrapers but as she let her full weight calm down the shoe sunk into the ground As if to add insult to injury, she twisted her foot, finishing the job. For her part, Jill didn't feel anything. She had been so apprehensive about touching the grape patch that she felt kind of silly when absolutely nothing happened. She was gingerly resting her foot on the ground, and then decided to test it by shifting her full weight to her right foot. The ground gave a little, but no more than usual, and the strange crystals offered no resistance to her shoe. In fact, she could see little poofs of dust rising all around the outline of her sneakers. She wiggled it around a little, and even more dust kicked up into the air. Satisfied, she picked up her left foot and planted it next to the right one. See, Kate? She said, nothing to it. Still not convinced, Kate leaned over and looked at Jill's shoe The mysterious crystals were not corroding the shoe or slowly crawling up it They all had just crumbled at the lightest touch In fact, it was kind of pathetic So are you going to try it or not? Jill was happy that for once She had the upper hand She was usually very reserved More of a follower than anything But now, she was the brave one Who had taken the first step And she was enjoying prodding Kate Kate shot her a glare But she knew she had to try it for herself She wasn't a wimp She had, she just had no idea what this grey stuff was But she saw how it didn't hurt Jill How it was actually really brittle and frail And so she gingerly slid her right foot out of her flip-flop And moved it closer to the grey She gingerly poked her right toe into the ground and quickly jerked it back As though she were afraid that as soon as she touched it, something would burst out of the ground and grab her Well, nothing happened though And so she carefully brought her foot down and rested her weight on it It kind of tickles a little Yeah? Yeah, it's weird I don't really feel anything But just a slight I don't know Tickle You should try it As she said this She slid her other foot out of its sandals and set it down next to her other foot Now both of them were standing totally in the grey Joe with sneakers and Kate barefoot No way, I am not crazy Just because it's fragile Doesn't mean I want to touch it with my bare skin Oh, come on, it's fun, look Kate began walking around in the grey playfully marching in it. She slid her feet sideways, did a pirouette, and even slept in a moonwalk before turning towards Jill and kicking some of it at her shins. See? Harmless! With that, Kate stuck out her tongue tauntingly. No... Now that we've figured out it's harmless, we should probably look for a way out of here Like you said, we shouldn't just stand around here twiddling our thumbs Now let's get going Fine, Kate harumphed, harumphed You're no fun, she slid her feet back into her sandals and the two began walking hoping to find something they recognized (laughs) I guess you're asleep by now That's good, because I am so exhausted today Well, both in a good way and bad way the work is exhausted but also I Find interesting in life the relationship between my families, and then I found a new hobby in my life. I don't know, maybe I'll reveal it fi- in the future. <laughs> depends on your behavior, depends on your attitude, depends on how you serve me. sun <laughs>